Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You saw the potential. Through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Look to your left. Look to your right. Yep, no one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive. At ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod. A radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Hello, everybody. We are hey, live in Westchester we as uh, we're at Ryan's. Wow, that went way better than Hub. anticipated. Yeah. yeah. She, like, Elliot was all worried and Elliot scared. Elliot was slinking yeah. in his chair. I was. Turn a good friend, Tim, who stopped by and yes. came out with his wife, uh, uh, and I forgot her name already. Is wow. it Sam? Should have just stopped away. Oh my god! Oh, I'm yeah, so sorry, one. Tim. What uh, a bad job! But uh, regardless, but they were of very that, nice and they won a prize. Yes, so. they won the Malik Jackson signed helmet, courtesy of Bud Light, who is uh, putting this fine shindig together as uh, we always are for the Thursday night huddle. And uh, gentlemen, it's been—I um, feel like we've lived at least twelve Eagles lives throughout uh, this season and we've just made it to week 10 a bye week which I don't think the players just needed I think the fans need this too just felt like a full season already yeah some stress-free you know football watching as uh, if you haven't signed up already uh, go birds pod at gmail.com if you want to join us at Delaware Park this Sunday for the bye week beer bash free beer free pizza Free James Seltzer hugs. That's true. Uh, and I'm already debating how many pieces of pizza I'm going to eat on Sunday. At least wow. 20. They the, always the, the take care of me. Four is my number. The things that you debate with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I might as well have fun, but I also don't want to eat a yeah. ton of food. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, you know what I'm going to eat? Whatever I feel like eating in the moment. you're right. a goddamn boss. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so that's exactly why. So the uh, it's taking place 11 a.m. at the casino at Delaware Park. Uh, free beer and free pizza for as long as they can keep pumping it out. It's not like, you know, we don't sit there and get drunk till 6 p.m., although it does sound like a fun idea. Yes. Uh, but we'll be there. We'll uh, They'll be gambling. GoBirdsPod at gmail.com. It is free. Two uh, guests per email and all that fun stuff, and we'll see you guys on Sunday. And here's the funny thing is, James, to me, like, uh, no one's happy. This team has won two games in a row. And just like I said, everybody's glad that the players are glad that the bye week is here. Everybody just seems frustrated, and, and rightfully so. So I, I'm curious where, where you kind of feel this Eagles team stands as we're we're rolling in uh, to, uh, to week 10 here. Yeah, look, I think it's been a, a really frustrating first nine weeks of the season for a lot of reasons. And I think, obviously, I think this week has been kind of made worse by the Deshaun Jackson situation. We'd all kind of just been placing our hopes in that. And and look, yeah. to your credit, Barchard, you said multiple times, I don't think he's playing again this year, or at least yeah. not in any sort of level. You said over under at one. Yeah, dude, yeah. And, that was and, crazy. Uh, and you did a great job with that. You were dead on. And I just think that, that for a lot of Eagles fans, just the hope of Deshaun was there. And, and now that it's not, I mean, realistically, it's not, you know, second round of the playoffs, you know, whatever. Um, I think that took a little wind out of people's sails, but... I do think that when you look at the team and you just have to push the Deshaun thing to his side, look, they don't have Deshaun Jackson. It is what it is. You have to move forward. I do think they've improved over the last couple of weeks. Obviously, the, the game in Dallas was a uh, uh, just an epic disaster, but 
whether or not you think the Bills are good, whether or not you think the Bears are good, they went into Buffalo and won a game they had to have in a tumultuous week where, you know, Orlando Skandrick's on TV and calling them out and all that. And then they came home and, and granted it looked ugly at times, but beat a team they had to beat with a, with a very good defense. I think they played two really good defenses or at least really solid defenses in a row and found ways to win the game. I, I just think that we just have to adjust our expectations both with this team and also what they have to adjust what they are. It is clear, as we've talked about, their identity has to be running the football, getting the ball to Goddard and Ertz. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. That's what they do best. That is what they do best. That's the way this team has to win. And I think they can win like that. They can certainly make the playoffs like that, and, and anything can happen after that. But I just think, look, it's frustrating, but we have to kind of adjust what, what this team is and what they can be in that perspective. So I've been reading all the beautiful comments for the pod on the Go Birds, and we appreciate everyone that's been, yes, been leading them. And I know people think I'm always a buzzkill, and I'm going to be a buzzkill now. But I probably I'm sorry. will be too, so wow, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, it's just, just how I feel. Just shocking. I'm, I, I'm I think, floored by I this. I think if with the now that we're at the bye, they've played nine games. Anyone that watches this team knows they're not that good. Yep. You, you can talk yourself into whatever you want. You can say it's two wins in a row. Just look at them. When we watch them every week, they never look good. They never look prepared. They were able to beat two bad teams in a row. The Bills are not good. You can tell they're not good because they're three-point underdogs to the Browns, who are 2-6 and six this week on the road. They beat the Bears, who are, are really bad right now. I think anything – look, it could change, right? But the first nine games that we've seen from this team have been a complete disappointment. Coming into the season, they were, they were talked about as 11-12 win team, Super Bowl champion, one of the best rosters in the league. And when you talk about adjusting expectations, I don't think that has to do so much with adjusting to like what they can accomplish. It's adjusting to like where this team is at in the larger picture. Like they have big fundamental fundamental flaws that are going to need need to be addressed going forward. And I think the bye week's a good week to discuss them because we'll have time to talk about the Patriots and the Seahawks, but on a larger scale, this team is this team's in trouble. Like they need to make big moves that are going to change the future of this team or I think every week from the future, we're going to see what we've seen last year and a half, which is an average team that doesn't look that great that is Honestly, less talented than most teams they line up against. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. And unfortunately, this might be a, a gang up on James. You might have to be floating on an Whoa. island here because I, I, at the beginning, and I distinctly remember saying this when we were, you know, deep in heated battles during, you know, the offseason and walking into training camp and saying what a failure it would be if this team does not achieve the NFC Championship game at least. That's where my expectations are and still have been and have not left. So if you want to grade on a different scale, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. I'm, I'm fine with people adjusting their expectations. I can't. This, this was supposed to be one of the most dominant years that the Philadelphia Eagles saw. This was supposed to be Carson Wentz looking like an MVP and unlocking this offense and Deshaun Jackson actually destroyed it. Because to me, this looks like poor planning and only having you know hey we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this this is how we're gonna go and within one game you don't have that anymore and it took them forever to adjust do I think Doug's a good enough coach to start getting Nelson Aguilar a little more involved differently than being a deep threat absolutely I do do I expect them to go running 21 and 22 personnel and go have this offense go through Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders and Ertz and Goddard? Absolutely, I do. But that is still not good enough for the teams that I am looking ahead at, except for the last, you know, from Miami on, whatever that goal is. I, I am not confident at all that they can beat the Patriots or Seattle solely based on their offense. And more, more, more than that, this team has only faced one good quarterback in its wins, and that's Aaron Rodgers. And they and beat him, though, just a fact. for what it's worth. They did. It's, and which at is the, the one crazy of the toughest part. times ever, it was probably the greatest Dude, game of the year so far. Really quick, I wanted to, yeah. before we move on, you mentioned the Aguilar thing. I wanted to talk about a tweet that I put out. I said that going forward, Doug needs to make Aguilar a bigger part of the game plan, and people were mad at that, and I understand why, because people don't like Nelson Aguilar. But my point was this, is if we're going to game plan, right? Like if, if we're building a game plan for this team, the best way to do it is to just honestly forget about Alshon at this point. Like get him the ball and you can, but like he's well, just not silly. that good. He's just not that good. I'm sorry, he's not. Aguilar is better than him at this point. He can do more things. He's more dynamic. Dude, they Aguilar have the same hands. Too. Okay, maybe he stinks, but you know what? Alshon stinks too. Though. Alshon has played poorly as well, but look, that, that doesn't mean that you just assume that Alshon's going to be terrible. He's been bad. I agree, but Aguilar's been bad too. Yes. That's why they have to focus Aguilar on the tight ends and the things. running backs. To your point, Barchard, and look, I, I'm not saying this team is a, a great team or anything close to that, but I also think that it's it's 
first of all, you have to adjust your expectations. I know what you're saying. Like, ultimately, yes, the season will be a disappointment compared to what our our preseason expectations yeah. were, most likely. But you do have to adjust your expectations. This is where they are. This is a team that, to be fair, two weeks ago, it felt like their season was about to be over, done. And it's not. And they pulled together. And I do think they have to deserve some credit for that. And I yes. think Doug deserves a lot of credit yeah. for that. To generally, and again, I agree they're not good, but I don't think they're as bad as you make them out to be. They're still a 5-4 and four football team. And I, I think the bigger thing is that there are not that many great football teams in the NFL. Like, they are pretty much on par with... The Dallas's, the Minnesotas, and I know they lost to those teams, but these are the like there's a group of teams didn't just that are, lose to them, they right? Got but they have a bad two weeks. But look, the, the Packers just got boat raced by the Chargers. The yep, NFL is right. weird. Yeah, I agree. Weird with that. shit happens. Like that's where we're at. It's a very week to week league. So I I just think that to to make an indictment of of they're a bad team, I don't think that's true. I don't think they're a good team. I don't think they're a great team. But I think that they. With what they have now, the team is good enough to win the NFC East. Well, it is good we're enough. We're going to find out a lot over the next two weeks. Like, they don't have and to. And I think for what it's worth, Seattle is overrated. What, Seattle what, in, is in, not in, a great in, football in, in team. In what sense? Se- they almost just got beat by the Bucks at home. They are way overrated. Russell Wilson's been great. Their oh, see, offense I think the is good. Bucks are underrated. Their defense is super meh. Like, their defense isn't that yeah, good. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, uh, but their again, offense is so powerful. That's, that's how they win. Their offense is really good. Yeah. I, I get it, but it's not like it's. Uh, 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 totally. Un- Russell Wilson's been amazing, and that's been carrying their team. There's no question, but it's not like it's an uh, unstoppable force. Like, no, I don't like, think it's unstoppable. I, I but think it's that unstoppable Seahawks are, and the Eagles, Eagles are very good at home. I don't know, man. I, mean. I think Eagles. I think the Eagles could absolutely beat the Seahawks. I think it's crazy to think they can't beat the Seahawks. I think the game being in prime time doesn't. I mean, help. They'll be favored against the Seahawks most likely yeah. at home. Oh no. Like a one point favorite. I don't think probably. they'll be favored. I think they probably will be. I mean, it depends how. So if, if they get boat raced by New England, they might not. But I think they'll probably <laughs> be a favorite at home. Yeah. Seattle West, West East. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably Pete be like Carroll's a one point favorite. undefeated against the Eagles in his career. Well, that means literally nothing. To well, me. I mean, how they beat him. Well, I don't how know. How many times has he faced Doug Peterson? Twice, I mean, and he's yeah. beat him both yeah. times. I mean, Sixteen I, and seventeen, yeah. he beat him when this when the team was at their best. Sure, in Seattle for the right, seventeen. In Seattle, one. yeah. yeah. I mean, something is my ultimate point. But look. Here's what I'll say, though, uh, overall, to your point. Like, me and Bart just seem to be more on the same page here with how good we think the team is. But to your point, James, like, I think there's only two good teams in the NFC. Yeah. Like, really good teams. Saints and, those and Niners. Are the, yes. And I those are the two you. teams that are going to get the bye. I yeah. agree and with you. as good as I think the Niners are and as special as I think they are, if the Eagles make the playoffs, win a home playoff game, would I be afraid to go to San Francisco? No. no. I would not. I'm so, with you. So who knows where I this said season on, could on go? I said on the pod we did yesterday, I think the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. I think right. the Saints win the Super Bowl. If I had to pick right now, I think they're the best team in football. But again, lots can change. Yes, That's and it's only one game. Uh, like the Saints, Eagles only have to do better than the Saints one game. They yep. almost beat them last year. Right? Absolutely. After losing 48-7 to to them in that, their stadium. So, so. My, my, But my point is more, first of all, I think that when you just use your eyes and watch this team, you're never impressed. Like they played nine games and how many good halves of football they played? Yeah, Maybe no, two or three, right? Like No, no. They had good. They, they, I mean, no, no, second half zero. That's oh, okay. ridiculous. Two, I'm saying they, they, they had the second half against good, the Packers. I think, I think the second half against Washington. They were good pretty much, though. I mean, they started slow against the Packers, but they by the end of the first half were still playing good football. I would say they've had three yeah. good quarters against the Packers. Yes. They, were they had a great right. half against the Bills. They had a, you know, the Jets game. It's like so hard yeah, to say. Hard but say. I mean, they were good in both halves for all intents right. and purposes. My, my issues with you this know? team are more large, larger picture. Like, mm-hmm. long-term, when I look at this team, that's okay. And I think that's a fair thing to bring like, up. 2020, there's a chance they could come back with exactly the same set of weapons on offense. Yeah, that's that's a real issue. Look, I think, and again, obviously, we believe in Wentz to different degrees. I believe in him a lot more than you do. But for the future, I think it is really fair when we came into this season assessing the roster like we did. And it wasn't just us. I mean, like... You know, it's Daniel Jeremiah yeah. and Robert Mays and Kevin Clark and all these people who really know football thought they had the best roster in the NFL. A lot of people picked them to win the Super Bowl. So what did everyone get wrong? We, Maybe there, that's a good well, question. Well, Alshon ask, got old really quickly. Alshon, I think, I mean, is number one. Yeah, I think he's very yeah. endless. But ultimately, just from a long-term perspective, I believe in Doug and Carson, so that makes me less pessimistic about Howie. the future. I Look, I believe in Howie, too, but I'm definitely – I'm. I believe in Doug and Carson more than I believe in Howie right now. But again, I also I still believe in Howie. I believe in the infrastructure the Eagles have put together. I do think that they are a stable organization right now that 
you know, for that reason can compete every year. But I agree with you. They, the, they do not have nearly as good a roster, certainly now and, and long-term as so we expected. So I believe in Duggan Carson more than I believe in Howie as well. But that's a problem because Howie is like one, two, three, four, five in that building. Like Jeffrey Lurie, that is his guy. Howie makes the decisions, How, right? So like Howie, Doug and Carson can only be to a certain degree as good as Howie are. Like Carson can change more than Doug can because like he's on the field. And if he's just really special, that makes everybody better. And he hasn't been that special this year. But if he can be a special, special player, everyone around him will be playing better. But if Howie doesn't start hitting on more of these moves, like the Andrew Sandejo thing, we can talk about that really quickly. Like every, this week, everybody's cheering like, oh, Howie, cut him for a fourth round pick. How smart. Like, first of all, it's not really a fourth round pick. It's a fifth round yeah. pick. Right? <laughs> like, let's be real. That pick yeah. is valued at like a, a fifth. Yeah, comp picks should just be shitty picks. Just comp, yeah. comp, pick, comp picks are for losers. Comp let's just put that out right now. <laughs> like, it, Howie is making the decision to cut a player who we can debate at what level, but is playing a lot of snaps for this team. Right, but I, he's not good. Sindeo yeah, makes more big mistakes than big plays. Like, he's, he leads he's with his head. reckless. Yeah. And on top of that, like, Look, I know, like, and I, I, we have all kinds of varying degrees of what we're comfortable with in the NFL, with rooting for assholes and yes. all these types of things. Look, it's it's part of the the business. But if I have a choice of a guy who wears a make football violent hat again and runs around <laughs> throwing his helmet at people and stuff, yeah. Yeah. I prefer not to watch that guy every week. Yeah. Look, we've already had one player go down because of him on our team. Like for multiple weeks, you lose Maddox. So. I don't know. I just don't love the way he plays football, so I'm I'm fine with. Yeah, being I'm gone. I'm fine with that too. And like I know, I, I think the the comp form is actually going to hurt uh, in the long run, especially when it comes to players and stuff like that. Yeah, that's it's a, costing that's players thing. jobs. Uh, but I, here's a theory I want to run by you guys because I, I this is something I haven't stopped thinking about for like the last week. Well, I'm I excited think you finally get off your chest. I think the <laughs> the plan of this season. As much as we wanted it to be the Super Bowl season, was really about keeping Carson Wentz healthy, and and that to well, me, I think they were trying to win the Super I Bowl. Disagree. Yeah, I, I think, think they went all in yeah, the because Super Bowl. The, I I I think that they, I mean, they have not done anything to make sure that Carson Wentz is you know <laughs> rolling out to one way or another. I think there was I I fully believe that there was a a portion of the season where like you have to keep Carson healthy. I think and, these are separate the things. These are separate things. I think, I agree that. with you that I think they want Carson to to play more from the pocket, to be smarter about his body and stuff, but I mean, look, the reason this team like they wanted to win. They put weapons around Carson. It's they expected more from Deshaun obviously. They expected more from Alshon. They expected more from these guys like look, again, everyone picked them to win the Super Bowl coming in the season. Like they were geared up they re-signed older players they did all that type of stuff they're gearing up to go for it i think their plan was to support carson as much as possible oh, no, that's what it saying. just backfired I, I, oh it I, backfired big time their plan was to win like let's not absolutely they was. signed, it wasn't, they signed orlando way. scandrick zach no i, I get yeah. i get your well actually i don't really get I, your yeah point. what do you yeah. like i don't know <laughs> I, I, i'm saying like of course they, they want to keep carson of healthy. we're gonna go win which uh, of course they wanted to do. Every football team wants to do that. Their second thing behind that was, but you have to keep Carson Wentz healthy. Well, I think their goal I mean, ultimately of is to make keep Carson, Carson When you say make and when you Carson do that, healthy, it's, like, it's stop. I think it stops you from doing things. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't like. I think it. I think how it, do you game plan I, to keep Carson healthy? I don't like, understand. What's, like what's your off season Leading strategy? more on the run, going more towards. You're talking personal. strictly all, from a schematic perspective, right? Is what because you're because these were all things that were supposed to happen. And now, once Deshaun goes down, now that changes everything. And now you can't keep Carson as healthy in the plan that you wanted to go do while trying to go win a Super Bowl at the same time. I, I feel like I that's what I, yeah, I feel I like those the two things clashed. I think they're, all their moves just didn't work. Yeah. Like, I, their, their goal yeah. was this season to have Carson be the MVP and like they wanted to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, 100%. And like let him that be was Carson. Their goal. And like, yeah. I, I honestly agree. think that their goal. With, had Deshaun play 16 games, we would see a much different game plan. And I think they thought, well, when Deshaun's not there, we'll just run the ball. And now Deshaun's not, not, basically not going to play at all. I mean, he'll play right. one productive half for the whole season. So I, I don't think – I just, look, since they've won that Super Bowl, Howie Roseman has changed. Like, the moves he's made before and after are very different. Like, the Chris Long and the Garen Blunt signing worked. But if you look after they've won – since they've won that Super Bowl, almost every single free agent signing he's made has not worked out. Mm-hmm. Short of like Craven the and, Block, and, and we could debate Jordan Matthews. To and an look, extent. to be fair, like, and granted, at like what trade for Deshaun's up, like Deshaun and the backup plans are an issue, but Deshaun, Malik Jackson, like, 
Malik Jackson, especially like those are injuries. Like yeah. that happens. Malik Jackson, yes. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson, no. Because Deshaun, you have to plan for that. And he's thirty-two. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm I, uh, absolving less of that, for sure. Which is but, why everybody questions JJ and like, there's no speed to back up speed and to well, do all yeah. that. And to me, that's. I mean, like we've all debated certain things that can maybe improve this team, and you know, Jordan Matthews being back is certainly one of those things I think we all agreed about. And I think we should have somebody suggested it, and I forget who it was. I think it was uh, uh, E Roll or uh, I can't remember your your tag, buddy. So remind us after you hear this at Go Bird Spot. But there needs to be an apology thread at least to uh, Elliot Shore Parks yes, because. Wow. I mean, Jordan Matthews is just for Jordan Matthews alone because yeah. he's back here. Elliot's fine. Let's not get carried away here. All right? <laughs> I mean, I was clearly There's right. David Elliot yeah. sets up an apology line of himself for Carson yeah. Wentz. Yeah. Then we'll start or, to talk. Well, about I don't. I don't maybe taking Vonley over yeah. Embiid, which yeah. he always gets. You know, I saw you on freezing cold takes again. So oh, that well. tweet that. resurfaces more than <laughs> well, any of your other I'm tweets. I'm a man and I don't delete yeah. it. Nor should you. Nor should I. Also, it's on Instagram now, and like. The it, funny thing is, they so someone tagged me and it was like it was like Joel Embiid fan page or something, and he's like, "What an idiot!" Embiid was an all star last year. I'm like, "Did you read when this?" Was <laughs> yeah, posted? dude, what are, you, are yeah. you serious right <laughs> yeah. now? Come on. Yeah. Like clearly, I was wrong about it. Noah Vonleh is not very good. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> but between you know your Jordan Matthews, me, you know pounding the table for Des Bryant, other people going and be like, "Ah, uh, no, you need speed," and bringing JJ Nelson, who is also fast and can't catch. Like there, there isn't a lot of things that you're going to make you go okay great so when you turn it back around this is where i agree with both of you guys it's got to come back to doug and carson and making yeah. sure that this is you've got to show us something or at least me that you're not going to play fucking possession ball for 40 minutes a game that is not going to work i see guys. i disagree man like i i think that's their identity like that's what's smart keep the defense off the field long drives points, well obviously but that. like dude like you got to play to what you have look the Eagles had a lot of success with Andy Reid for a very long time using their running backs and tight ends okay. and well, having a quarterback a who made defense. plays. They had a way they better defense. They absolutely did, yeah. but I'm saying, like, like they, they don't have a choice here. What no, are you going to do unless Alshon's going to all of a sudden look like Alshon again or Nelson Aguilar is going to not suck? Like, what? Alshon what's the option sucks. here? Yeah. What's, I just said, unless, yeah. unless Alshon's going to look like Alshon, right. old Alshon again, like, I... What are they going to do? Like, I don't know. Like, you're asking them to do something that isn't feasible based on what they have. Like, yeah, but 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 that's so. But why that's would you my, do that? Well, let me, you guys, let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys this question. Uh, let me ask you guys this because I don't know how I feel about it. Would you rather go down just with Carson throwing it 40, 35, 40 times a game and see what happens, or would you game plan where essentially you're taking Carson almost out of the game? Not no. Look, I want. No, I'm just asking. Which would you prefer? If you think if you have neither, a better chance to neither. win, neither. You okay. have to. You have to play to your competition first and foremost. If there are teams that are much better against the run than the pass, then of course you should and shade I, towards the pass. And by the, the way, I those, agree with all yes, of that. Yes, yeah, but yeah. ultimately. Ultimately, NFL teams need identities. Yes. You need something to believe in, something that you know we can go out. This is what we do. Yes. Like, this is who we are. And this team right now, the best thing going for it is that offensive line. That is the best thing they have going for it. And Without the way question. they run block and the nastiness they have and getting to the second level. And that's the most important part of this offense right now. And, that, like, again, you have to tailor it to each team you're playing. But ultimately... Like they have to lean into what they do best right now. What makes yeah. them different? Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if that necessarily makes them different, but it makes them competitive. And I understand where people like, you know, what James is saying to go and do that. But fine, use that to your advantage then somehow and make it. If you're gonna paper start cut, start calling the, more play action right, stuff. If, if do you, that kind yeah, of stuff. No gonna, question. If you're gonna start doing paper cut offense, then show me paper cut roots and show me where you can like totally. just chunk and chunk and turn fucking. I'm with you on that. Some slants and, and like yes and, and let's go. Like the, the Jordan Matthews slant. Let's yeah. go. It's undefeated. And where it I is. agree with Elliot, where I agree with Elliot the most is. Yes, you have to find a way to use Nelson Aguilar's speed, not as a deep threat, not as anywhere else. But if you're going to get him the ball in space, if, yeah, yeah, he's if, good with the ball in space. Well, look, Once we he talk has about the that ball, with Doug all the time. Which is still like a that, that is the Doug. At, like <laughs> although Alshon and has he's more been drops, way more but. creative with it the last few weeks, certainly at times. But Doug has to scheme these guys open. Doug has to use motion and misdirection and create advantageous matchups on the field, like. He's got to use the whole field. Well, like, let me, that's what yeah. he has to do. All right, so let me ask you guys this, because Joe Giglio tweeted this. Joe Giglio of WIP, obviously. Uh, Who? <laughs> he tweeted this, and I, I think I agree, but I'm not sure. He said, Carson Wentz has enough talent to bring this team to the playoffs. I agree. Yeah, well, certainly when you look at their division, again, I, I Dallas, 
who knows what they are? Uh, we've they lost to the Jets, yeah. and then they boat raced the Eagles. I mean, we like I don't think either the Cowboys or the Eagles is immeasurably better than the other team. I think they're very similar in terms of you know their best game. I think, I think it's the very Cowboys similar. have a better roster, but I think the two teams. In general, even though I mean, I mean the Doug Cowboys is did. such a better coach, yeah, it makes such a difference. Although, like, man, I don't know. Jason Garrett always beats him. I think he's a better coach too. But just putting it out there, I mean, Jerry, Jason well, Garrett does. I mean, all, if if Doug always beat, beat him, he beat him last no, year. No, you, the, the, Twenty seventeen, they gave away the last game. They didn't play anybody, and they okay, lost it. But they beat the last them in the, they four murdered games them in the that first have mattered. Game. Last four games that have mattered, the Eagles have lost to the Cowboys. Yeah, but this no, is the arbitrary no, line of what you're saying. What are you talking about? Once this year. They lost twice last year. And then they won in 2017. The last one, the 6-0 yeah, game was doesn't matter. 6-0 <laughs> game was when they yeah, were 13-2 okay, 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 and the right. game so didn't matter. It's three out of the last so four. three out of the last four. Yeah. They and then murdered they them, them in the other one, like 33 to whatever. And then in 2016, Jason Garrett beat him too in a game that mattered. Well, I mean, 2016 doesn't. All right, but I'm know. just saying, we all say Doug's better than Sean McVay because Sean McVay always, I mean, right. Doug always beat Sean I mean, McVay. Doug's just better than Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett's a bad coach. I agree. Just saying, though, maybe Jason Garrett just has Doug's number. Who knows? Like... Uh, or, no, he always beats them. What, what do you what want I, me to say? No, like, biggest, I can't big, sit here the, and... It's not coaching when it comes down to those two things. The biggest problem when what is the it Cowboys then? right now face this is they have Amari Cooper. That's pretty much it. I mean, this No, I is, think you're overlooking... And, and, and Ezekiel Elliott is healthy, and that, that whole thing goes... People underrate how good Dak Prescott is. All of that matters. Like, they have a very good offensive line still. They have... A tank is a lot better than I even thought he'd be this year. Yeah. Like, there are things that... that their yeah, defense it, is not way better. Good, it's not a great matchup because they are. It's not way better. Their their defense is more talented. I don't know if it's way better. Yeah, like, it's that more, defense is, has been pretty bad at times too. Yeah, it's been okay. up and down, but but like the fact that right now Dak Prescott is leading the league in explosive plays, to downfield accuracy, all that stuff is why why this team will struggle. It doesn't matter. It can't be Name any team in there that has one really good wide receiver like Stephon Diggs and a decent quarterback like Kirk Cousins. And I think that's gonna that's gonna be a continuing trend forever, you know. And the Eagles don't have that, they and don't. that's that's a that's a bigger issue than I think wide receiver right now. Uh, outside of like, you know, we're talking about playmakers and what they're gonna do. What the hell are they gonna do at corner again next year? We're gonna be in the same thing. I think that's well, the thing I got wrong the most. With this is not a very good corner. Group. Oh, the corners. Oh, like okay. you're, yeah. you're sitting here going like, well, Jalen Mills has been good. I think it's Mills been has been better, and I think two having good, Maddox really Maddox back so. helps and. Yeah. Look, Cravon coming back, I think I think that helps. I think you know if he's healthy and can the play. Issue he's with Cravon helping though is he plays the same slot too. As I know, yeah. yeah. Right. But look, then maybe put Maddox on the outside instead of Darby. And and I know Maddox hasn't been great on the outside at all times, but he's and look, I still uh, the Darby speed. You know, I'm not as down on Darby as others. Again, he's not been great. He's not been good, but. Look, I, think I don't want to get into a Darby debate, but I just want to say I think Darby's speed is the most overrated thing in the yeah, world. Look, but, he's okay, not we great. We can move on. He's I would just like great. to put that on We're the not gonna. I'm All not right. going to fight you about Darby. Okay. But I, I think that, look, the D-line, if the D-line keeps playing better, which it has, and Fletcher Cox, for the first time this season, really looked like Fletcher Cox. That's the number one reason to be yeah, optimistic about this Yeah, and I think that scene. that matters. It, look, the, the secondary will look better if they pressure the quarterback. Without question. I agree. Yeah. Fletcher Cox turning into the player he was last year huge. is the number one reason to be optimistic yep. about this team. Definitely. Because if I mean, look, the last two weeks, we can say they've played bad offenses, and they have, but the defense has been amazing the last two yep. weeks. I mean, what are they giving up? Maybe an average of 13 or 14 points, mm -hmm. something like that. So they're playing at a much higher level. I just think the next two weeks, like, obviously you want to win one of the two games, but it's going to be a really good litmus test to see how good this team can be. Like, mm -hmm. if you're competitive with the Patriots, if you're competitive with the Seahawks and you lose, like, that sucks, clearly. But... I just think, like, they can't go out and we can't have, like, a Minnesota-Dallas situation. And I don't think they will. Look, they're so much better they're at so home. They're so much better at home. They're 23-7 and seven under Doug at home. I mean, yeah. they play well in that stadium. I, I just I don't see them getting boat raced. Maybe, maybe it's clear when they play the Patriots that the Patriots are a different class of team and they win by 10 points or something like that. I just don't see them getting... La I don't see a laugher coming. So, I'm thinking off the top of my head, this could be a not true point, but... What's the best team they've beaten at home? Like, I feel like they at, mostly play trash teams at, at home. home. Yeah, like this over year? the last. You're talking like, about with Doug. I mean, he's 23 and seven. I mean, so. the Texans last. I, I, the Houston Giants win, were a playoff yeah, Houston team. Houston win was year. a good win. The um, Houston, yeah, Houston was good. Houston was a good win. Um, I mean, they beat the Vikings here um, with Sam Bradford. That team yeah, wasn't that the great. The Falcons but they were, were a playoff were team that they beat here. All right. Um, but but yeah. they play mostly trash teams. Kick the but shit out just, of the Vikings on the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I, mean, I was just thinking out loud. That's all. Pittsburgh way back when. The one when. thing I am excited for in this home stretch, and I've noticed it, and I think this is credit to Stoutland and uh, 
Tomas, uh, thank you again for putting up all the Andre Dillard film because you're doing a great job of that. So I was looking at the offensive line, and especially from what they did in Chicago. And the one thing I didn't realize is like, oh, yeah, they totally game-planned an aggressive defense to jump off sides to make sure that, you know, Carson's doing hard barks and things like that. And I know it sounds silly, but that's how you manipulate defensive lines a lot of the time. Yeah, it matters. I actually think that's... For I mean, get that off and stuff, it really matters. Certainly helped for Andre Dillard. It certainly helped for a lot of those guys on that offensive line. I think you're going to see a ton more of that. Uh, and it, uh, granted, I, I'm, I'm guessing that, you know, New England's going to be a little more disciplined with it, but I think that's a very good weapon that is that has kind of been, you know just grazed over being at home there's a lot of different advantages there that keep you a little bit optimistic on like all right shut up john you're overreacting like maybe they just need to do you know well three 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 it away is still something that we i think we kind of overlook and be like that's fucking tough no matter who you're playing yeah. Here's, yeah. A, here's the thing with the team and as down on them as i'm coming across as they're not going to be a seven win team like no, they're no, going to no. win i would say at least They'll eight be, to nine games. Yeah, it's just based on my And there's a potential that you could yeah. you could win the NFC East at nine and seven. Yeah. I don't think so, but you could do it. It really comes down to like, can they beat the teams they're supposed to? Right, the three games in between Seattle and Dallas, those are games they should win. And if they get to the Dallas game, if the Eagles can get to Dallas, where they come here and the Eagles are alive, and the winner of that wins, like. I like the Eagles' chances in that Me game. too. As down as I, I am on them, if Dallas has to come here, beat the Eagles in their building, I'm guessing that game would get flexed. It might even already be prime time. But I I'm think it, it would actually. at least get flexed. I don't know it. if it's prime time, but it definitely would get flexed in like, that case. So if you can just get there, then I think they have a good chance. I'm just not as sure as everybody else is. I think there's an overall narrative that Week 16 will be the championship game. I don't think that's a sure thing. I think there's a shot that they could get there with like still a long shot in the, in the books, but... If they can get there, I like their chances then. And then and then who knows? You're home for the playoffs. They're really good in the playoffs. It's I'm Doug's really good in the playoffs and coaching matters. And they're at home and then you you know maybe you luck out and you go to San Francisco like who knows. We saw last year. But I still think just overall right now they've not played impressive football. But think to your point James, I think this is probably the best point you always make is things change really quickly. Yep. They just really do. So like who knows. Yeah, and none of this is more or less like I'm not worried about the opponents so much and what's coming. I'm like, I almost, I mean, the, the Vikings, the Lions, the Patriots, the Bills, Bears, and Rams before you even get Eagles, Cowboys, and that's the rest of the Cowboys. Yeah, but I think those there. are, a lot of those are wins. But they're all, they, they could be, it's they're tougher. all losable games. Yes, right. they are. So, right. so what I look at more is like schematically for both sides of the football to see if they just can do anything different with the extra, you know. I know everybody's taking three days and once you get back into it, kind of want to see at least new wrinkles or like have an attempt at your second round rookie maybe being in there for a couple I, more i also think just deshaun being out it sucks but maybe just knowing he's gone we'll might, just like do it i agree yeah. with you like lower the pressure like just be like okay let's take a deep breath this is what we, we have we, the we game all we got plan we all we need deshaun. kind yeah. of thing exactly right and even from a coaching perspective you just say look he's not coming back yeah. so right. let's take these two let's weeks adjust. and let's figure out a new game plan yeah i think the buy for that perspective couldn't have come at a better time yeah uh, for sure. Um, and with that said, I think it's time that we hand out some superlatives, at least, to, to, you know, like, who for you, James, would you consider the MVP of this team right now? Um, it's a great question. Uh, I think there are a few gains, but but as I keep saying, for me, the offensive line has been the best thing on this team so far, and I think you could pick most of those guys but for me Brandon Brooks God damn it, he's just my been, answer. <laughs> he's been the he's been the best player at his position in the NFL this season he and again I'm not even talking about what he came back from in the Achilles and to be able to do what he's doing yeah. just purely he has been the best like in terms of just playing their position the best he's been the best player on this team this season I know guard is not the most important position compared to others but I look at that offensive line. It's been the best thing this team has going, and he's been the best player on that offensive line, so I got to give it to him. Yeah, I, I agree with that. What do you say, Elliot? So I think Brandon Brooks has been the best player on the team. I don't know if I would say he's been MVP just because of the position he plays. Mm -hmm. And that's fair. That's yeah. why. If I, if I had to pick who I think the true MVP is, I would say Doug Peterson. Now, I know he's not a player, but I think he's been the MVP. He's held this team to 5-4. and four. I think – only a handful of coaches would have kept this team at five and four with fair. everything. I didn't know he through. could pick the coach. Okay, so yeah. I'm, saying, I'm not going to pick him. I'm going to pick Malcolm Jenkins. Wow, really? Yeah, here's why I'm going to pick him. 
I he's think not that had he's his the best true year. He's well, I think he's been okay, but he's been the true leader of the team. Like he's the true leader, and I think if I'm gonna say that they've stuck through a lot, I think Malcolm deserves credit for that. I think he's played at a high level. I think I know everyone says he's not have a great year, but I think he's played at a high enough level. Look, Brooks has been better. There's no denying that. But I think the the team would be worse if they lost Malcolm than they would be if they lost Brandon Brooks. So I think that to get through these first nine games, look, Orlando Skandrick attacked him. I think the team rallying around him is a real thing. Um, so I would say Malcolm Jenkins if I had to pick. I don't think there's a true MVP of the team, but I would I would pick him. Uh, and I would put Wentz in the discussion boards with. I know you wouldn't. Of course, I would. Ab- yeah. Considering what he's had to work with, I would absolutely put Wentz in the discussion. Yeah, I thought about him. I think so too. I mean, like you know, I, I trust me. I don't want to compare his backup to see how the offense works. I think we've had that discussion a million times, and I don't want to. Well, fine, I think that the, here's the thing with that argument. I so also is your think pick like, Wentz. That I think that that matters in the sense that these receivers have been dog shit. Like. Yeah. You're like Josh McCown isn't making these guys better. He's not. No. I'm sorry. I I just look. This is maybe a larger discussion. I just think that Wentz has to hold some type of blame in the passing game not being great. He does. He does. Yeah, I agree. The receivers have not been as good as we thought. Yeah. But I mean, like, there but there are there are a lot of stats that tell you that he's having a great season. I mean, what is he like second or third in QBR? No, he is, second, I mean, like I, he's got I, a lot I, of numbers I and I don't think he's done. He's not done anything wrong. He's protected the football. I think that's great. Which is important. Yes. And uh, the think that's o- his best quality. The offense has also forced him into this Alex Smith type role. I mean, again, looking back at the Chicago game, this man does not only not trust Mac Hollins, he does not trust Nelson Aguilar mm-hmm. on a simple five yard dig. Run. Yep. And he's going to throw it to Zach Ertz because he's covered because he trusts Zach Ertz. See, like, I think that's is, a that's like a a Wentz spin on that. To me, it is not a Wentz. Spin well, on here, that. so I know the player talking about where. Because people are talking about on Twitter, yeah. like that's a flaw on Wentz. If he's going to pass up Aguilar, who is wide open in that spot to throw it to Ertz, that's a flaw on Wentz. I don't care. Like if he's going to just throw it to who he trusts, that then he can't succeed long term. You throw it to the open guy. Like Ertz was covered, he passed on Aguilar, and yeah, it's easy to spin it I, as look, like Aguilar's not good, but you throw it to the open guy. He's period. not good, Elliot. But I, he's, he's not, not good. good. But it doesn't matter. He's, he's, still, he's wide look, open. I, I agree with you to a point. I do think that ultimately you have to if those guys are on the field and they're open, but. It's also human. Like, if someone keeps not making plays and keeps letting you down, like, it is human. But like, you, it's, it's hard to trust. I mean, this is a, a sport about trust, trusting that that guy's going to make the play. So I get it. I, look, I more, more agree with you than disagree with you. I'm just presenting the other side that it is human. But I agree. Look, if, if and again, it's ultimately a Howie problem that those are the guys that are out there. But I agree with you. I think that you I, have to be able to throw it to the open guy. And, and if, if, if Carson Wentz doesn't trust Aguilar to the point that he's not going to throw it, then he has to go to Doug and be like, you can't put this guy on the field because I'm not going to throw it Maybe these are the same thing. Just, you know, I can never say the expression right, like half dozen or six eggs, whatever that fucking expression <laughs> six is. Six and one, half <laughs> dozen. Yeah, whatever, other, right? Yeah. But maybe, maybe it's he doesn't trust Aguilar, but I think it's more of a he just really trusts Ertz and stares him down. Like, I think that's – it's like, I don't think he's in the pocket – Looks at Aguilar and goes like, ah, fuck that, and then goes to Ertz. Like I think he just stares at Ertz and doesn't I don't, see I don't, Aguilar. I don't think that's but true. That's, but that's yeah. well, he only he only has like this long to think. Yeah, right, which is true. Right, but I, but I, like if if you didn't trust me on this microphone, you would probably step in more, right? Or you would go like you would have James cut in because you're not sure what's going to come I, out of my mouth. I see your point, that's but it's hard to human, compare because he has like a millisecond to make this. Well, I know, but if I'm about to say like if I was about to say something just so off color, you'd be like, right. oh my god, I know what's coming. Yeah. You would want to be like, hey, let's not even. I'm not even going to look towards that. I'm going to mute his microphone. Right. You know, and that's the same kind of process, although much faster. And that's all before the play even snaps. That, and I think that we kind of forget about that when it, you know, comes to football plays. Like that's you. You know what you're doing before you even snap the ball. Yeah. Um, I I just think if if we do want to talk about Carson overall and how he's performed, which I think is important, I think he's been really good. It's just he hasn't been exceptional. The offense is to blame for that somewhat. I think Doug is to blame for somewhat. Um, the, his current situation isn't the greatest, and I think he's made the best out of it. I also think he's not, because of these things, is why you see, and it's not just missing Nelson Aguilar. It's also missing Zach Ertz wide open to punch it in for your first yeah. touchdown and settling for a field goal. Like There are obviously things that he sees that I don't know if it's from before or if it's from this season, but... Do you, do you guys think that there's just that little something missing and I can't figure out what it is? 
I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's the offense, the trust issues, or just a yeah, mix of look, everything. I, I think it's a mix of everything, yeah. ultimately. That, that's what I think. But look, Not Max Kellerman, like he doesn't trust anybody. I mean, that's I, that the, the one of the worst takes I've ever heard. <laughs> I, well, I think his take is being misinterpreted. I'm sure it is. Yeah. But I think he was saying they don't have good on-field chemistry. Which is possible. Yeah. I mean, that's and we've talked a lot about that. The, the fact that, like, you know, you need a consistent group of guys that you work with year after year after year and all that. So um, I, I think it's a mix of a lot of things. I'm with you. I think Wentz has been really, really good, but not elite, but really, really good. Better than I think a lot of people give him credit for. So I went through a list today of quarterbacks I would take over Carson Wentz. And there's not many. There just isn't like wh- like there's not a lot of really good quarterbacks yeah. in the league right now. Like, I think I think it was like Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Like I struggled to get to like nine, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think that on a large pitcher scale, Carson has been okay, right? Then I think if you want to like hold him to a high standard and say what is he doing, what is he not doing that can make him elite? Like I do think this season his accuracy has been an issue. I personally think that. I think he's done a great job taking care of the ball. I think, though, his decision-making has been pretty good in terms of taking care of the ball. I do think that he stares down receivers. I think he obviously looks healthy, which we don't even talk about now, which is a great thing, right? Uh, I think he looks great when he runs. Uh, My biggest concern with him, which I think is a big one, though, is his accuracy. And I think that's a big long-term problem. But I still think when you talk about where the Eagles are at a quarterback, they have, like, a top-10 guy. I mean, they just do. And that's what – yeah, absolutely. And that's the – the unfortunate part of like Deshaun being down and looking that up, and dude, the air yards per attempt just for one game was creeping towards ten, and then you see everything else and it's five and six point one and eight and so on and so on, and it's just a, I, I would say so that this particular group of guys has made it look like. I don't know. Like the accuracy issues are even worse than they're supposed to be. Well, they and, don't get separation, right? And and I and he almost has to be perfect with every throw because now your limit. If you and this is what happens. This is why I'm a a big proponent. I'm against running first because it doesn't get your quarterback in rhythm. And then by the time that you like you need him to go do it, you're so far behind the eight ball that none of these against guys the are Vikings, in rhythm. He didn't yeah. attempt to pass till they were down ten nothing. Right. So that's kind of like I I don't know. I I I understand that you know. Elliot has said this before in the past, too, where he just needs to be 15% better. Duck needs to be 15% yeah. better, and they'll go to the playoffs. I understand that, but it's – I mean, it's. I think it's going to be hard to squeeze any more out of current situation. So Other than being Michael Vick-like and be like, I'm just going to go run my own stuff. You know? This is the biggest troll comment I'll make, and I know it's a troll <laughs> comment. But I just – like, Nick Foles last year beat the Texans, the Rams, and went to the playoffs with this exact roster. In fact, not even as good running backs. Yeah, but – to be Just fair, to, year, to be fair, yeah, and, and look, Alshon looks way worse. Like he, it is not like Alshon looked good last year. I mean, still at times, like Alshon has really regressed in a big way. I, I think that matters. Yeah. Like you can't just discount that. I think, I mean, I've said, I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but they need to cut and trade or whatever they have to do. They have to get rid of Alshon and Deshaun this off season. Like, bye. I mean, I don't think it's feasible, but yeah, I would figure I. out a way to do it. I don't think you can go into another season with such question marks at receiver. Like, you need to go out there yeah. and get stud young guys that you know are going to be here for four or five years. Yeah. I would rather maybe potentially take a step back in skill. To take a step forward. Yeah, take a step term. forward. And, like, look, bringing Alshon and Deshaun back next year is setting yourself up for exactly what you're dealing with right now. Alshon's not going to get better, and Deshaun is going to get hurt again. So you bring them back in the training camp, everyone will be like, oh, Deshaun's healthy now. Like, right? But he'll get hurt again. Like, they need to move on from those guys. You need to cut cut the loss and just move on. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I I just don't think it's feasible from a salary cap perspective, but I understand what you're saying. Well, it's I feasible. D- you just have to take you're, the loss. You're not going to have like $50 million in dead cap between well, it's not the, 50 like million. whatever, $40 million in dead if cap you between trade those out, guys. If you trade out, well, you have to find a taker. Sure. Like, I mean, look, we're all down on Alshon, but you don't think you get a seventh-round pick? I mean, I'm not, I don't, I think it's more a team that wants to take on his salary. Money, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. That would be my like. This is again for an offseason pod, but I really think like they got the receiver position is number one heading into the offseason, in my opinion. Yeah, number yeah. one defensive tackle. It's a pretty good two, class for it too. So, but but again, and the money you say that well, he's gonna screw it up anyway. So you know that's but you gotta again, you gotta try, you gotta do yeah. something. So uh, out of curiosity, the least valuable player that. You well, guys you just think. mentioned him. It's Deshaun and Alshon, and one because yeah. of injury, and the other because of poor play, but. Those two guys are the biggest reason this team is where they are right now, in yeah. my opinion. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's the answer. Yeah. Uh, if I had to do another one, I would say I don't think Derek Barnett has been everything they would have hoped. Yeah. Uh, a lot of really bad penalties. I, he's made one or two big plays, but he just doesn't look special. And no. that's a problem because how he passed on Jadavion Clowney, he, you know, he how he made his offseason moves trusting Barnett. Uh, mm-hmm. So that would be my pick behind the receivers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that, too. And it's just a, it's almost like you lost all three wide receivers uh, at once. It's yeah. crazy how that happens. Then, you know, uh, Matt Collins, I'm just I'm so perplexed on like there's nothing to throw. I'm not. To. He's not good. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's never been good. He's like he made bad. one big he one made big one catch. catch against. That's it. Yep. Never yep. been good. Yep. Ever. Uh, yep. The, yeah. And now uh, maybe you know Jordan Matthews here we come and save the season I guess right. So I'm kind of stressed out. He's here because like if someone they're gonna throw him the ball he's gonna drop and everyone's gonna be like oh I told you. Uh, uh, no, at this point no one can say anything. Everyone was super psyched to have him back. Yeah. So be like you were psyched. Stop. I was right. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Uh, so uh, I don't know, fellas. What do we uh, What do we think? It's a little little prediction time on maybe. Nah, way too are, early for are prediction. The, are the Cowboys are going to have a Are the Cowboys going to have a loss on Sunday Night Football? No, I don't know, man. I'm I I said yesterday when we were uh, doing the parks uh, the sports book show that I really just didn't know. I can't pick this game. Like I don't know yeah. which way it's going to go. Uh, it's a standard three point home favorite. Like I could absolutely see them losing. And I could absolutely see them winning. Elliot's argument that Kirk Cousins in primetime as opposed to Dak in primetime, and that's why the Cowboys win, is a fair argument. I I don't have a lot to say to that, but it's one of those games where I really won't be surprised by anything that happens. Coupons comes down to earth. And I've said it before, but I really think that if the Cowboys win the next two games, like the Eagles are in major trouble. If they can beat the Vikings and the Lions, because the other thing is when you look at the tiebreakers, so even if the Eagles beat them in Week 16 then they're tied 1-1, then you go to division record. They'll probably both finish 5-1. and one. Then you go to uh, there was no, oh, conference, conference record. That'll most likely be tied, too, if they win yep. the next two. Then it's common opponents, and the Eagles lost to the Vikings and the Lions. So these next two really games good are point. really big. They are. It's yeah. a good point. Thank you. Excellent now, granted, point. the Eagles beat the Packers, which the Cowboys lost Correct. to. So that's an interesting one. Like yeah. that, they need them. They need the they. They need, they need to lose, them to one, lose one, of one of these two. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, for sure. Because more than likely, they still have the Bills on their schedule, though. Yeah. That's a game, but it's an interesting thing to start to look at. I for also sure. just think, like, do I think the Eagles will definitely lose these next two? No, I think there's a shot they win one of them, but I think you have to project them both as losses, yep. and, and then it, hope something changes. See, I, I really, I, I feel pretty confident about the Seattle game. Like, I, I, I feel more confident about the Patriots game. Oh, see, I don't. Me too. Eh, wow, <laughs> they there just don't go. have an offense that can. Battle back and forth. At least he can slow down Tom, and they have that rushing attack that they like to go yeah, into with you know, seven West, different guys. East. I think the Eagles are going to come out like good too. I have to buy. And Seattle coming off a bye. I expect Seattle to come out sluggish. Oh, they're he's, they're coming off a bye. Yeah, too. I expect. Sucks. See, I don't think it does. I think I think that adage has kind of changed. I feel like more often than not, when yep, you see teams coming off buys, you see them sluggish for half. Well, they figure it out. I think that's I think that's a way more likely outcome is a bad first half and then whatever off a bye than a team coming in ready to roll. For some reason, the West Coast East Coast thing sounds less daunting coming off a bye. See, I just think it's even more reason they might be sluggish. But again, it's all about how you interpret that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Real quick, favorite moment of the season so far? I mean, well, it has to be the, the Packers. Matthews. Yeah, it has to be that win against the Packers. I think the uh, the you know the ending with the interception, that the way it played out, the you know kind of last second excitement. Yeah, prime time game. They needed it bad. That would probably be. I mean, look, just the two Deshaun bombs in game one yeah, have to be up there because it was great. just so fun. But I think for me that 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 end of the Packers game, the Packers game in general for me is my top. I'll, I'll say the sixty-five yard touchdown run by Miles Sanders. Yeah, that was good. One. I think that like was the first time he looked really special and like flashed what he could be. So I, I would say that. I mean, Deshaun look like the Deshaun touchdowns are number one. Like yeah. they just are. And although as much as it sucks that Deshaun got hurt, like we should all be happy we got that moment yeah. for him. No. To, we, like we got the two oh, touchdowns. Come on, like, that, what, what is that? Like who cares? Like what do you mean I'm happy they won that's the game. A, that's what everybody wanted. That's like uh, no, no. Can you imagine if you would no. if you caught like two passes and that right. and then you get look. Hurt? Yes, would I rather have caught. Two touchdowns and not caught two touchdowns? Sure, but that doesn't mean I'm like, oh, well, at least we had that one. You just like, said it was no. the best moment of the first half that of the season. That doesn't mean that it's worthwhile. Like, it doesn't mean that I'm like, oh, at least we had it. I'm yes. disappointed. I'm obviously looking at this glass half full. Clearly, Very it sucks. Late. He's hurt. I'm just saying. I don't know. I it's guess just what you're cool saying. It's cool what happened. Like, yeah, I, I'd rather get one to say game one fucking none. positive thing about this. <laughs> Jump down my throat. <laughs> uh, for me, um, it's probably the most lost part of this season so far 
Carson Wentz throwing a fucking dart with his knee almost touching oh, the yeah, ground. Oh, yeah, that play was amazing. Oh, yeah, that was a good play. And uh, it sucks that it's not going to be – it will never be celebrated properly and how it's supposed to because of Nelson fucking Aguilar and mm-hmm. God knows what else. But to me, that was my favorite moment of the season to know, all right, that dude is back. Everybody's going to yeah. be okay. And no, I think it's a great I, one. I'm very hopeful for the future of Carson and this team. It's just – this season, I, I'm with I'm I'm on Elliot's side uh, too much. By the way, I've been too, yeah. like the last two weeks. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm right re- like eighty percent of the time <laughs> to so. resurface this team uh, a lot and start. You know, it needs young talent desperately. It needs young fast talent. So, you know, maybe don't pass on Terry next time or DK yeah. or stuff like that. When you're when you're trying to back up uh, Deshaun yeah, Jackson, so it's gonna be a fun off season. Yeah, it's gonna be a bit. Yeah. Oh, can I say we are officially back? The haze of the Super Bowl is gone, and oh, yeah. now we're starting to get more serious again, and I enjoy that. I miss the debates about, you know, a 5-4 and four football team looking down the barrel and trying to save their season. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, 8-1 eight, eight eight or whatever they were was pretty fun. <laughs> I, I would yeah. much rather they be shitting <laughs> yeah. all over teams each week, yeah. but sure. Same. But it's Same, good to have but a healthy I mean, debate. Like, you know, at least that our head's out of the clouds a little bit, and now we're starting to think. And, you know, looking at draft prospects again, which I really, really miss doing. So uh, we've been having a great time here at Ryan's in uh, Westchester. right? Phenomenal off of French onion soup. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we were at, this is the first thing we agree on. We love French onion soup. We think the it's miracle. The, we all agree soups. on it. It's the yeah. best soup there is. Well, matzo ball, but yes. <laughs> um, thank you to Bud Light. Thank you for everybody that uh, came on out. And uh, enjoy the stress-free football with us on Sunday at Delaware Park. Uh, the uh, bi-week beer bash you can uh, just right now there are limited spots available all you got to do gobirdspod at gmail.com or personally dm esp because yeah. you know my dms are open yeah i mm. opened them about two Slide weeks ago. on in there it's, it's the yeah. best yo dms open are the best yeah well it's For very hit or miss. my dms are probably very different than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mine can be pretty hurtful at times yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Like what? Oh, really? Just, you know, like yeah, well, I'm sure. Suck, Maybe we should turn, turn yeah, that into, a, uh, into someone, a thing. Someone messaged me and asked what type of cheese I like on my cheesesteak. I did, forgot to respond. Two days later, can I assume you don't eat cheesesteaks? Just really <laughs> sticking with this one. I'm gonna what respond. Is your, what is your favorite cheese on a cheesesteak? American. I mean, it's Wiz like, is yeah. the correct answer. It's not Wiz. Yeah. Wiz like, is the correct answer. I do provolone. Provolone or Wiz. Provolone's weird. Wiz is just, it's like, like, I don't know. I feel like you don't even taste the Wiz. (laughs) No, you do. It's amazing. Of course you do. Look, I love Melted American, like Steve's, that's great, but Wiz is the American is definitely the best. Also, the best cheesesteak, salt, pepper, ketchup, fried Uh, onions, mayo. Nope. No. I'm good with that. Yeah. What are you You going to put like? I don't like mayo, but everything else I'm good with. Not that I don't like mayo in general, just on a cheese. Don't steak. put ketchup on my cheesesteak. I love I ketchup. Well, you hate ketchup for some reason. Yeah, give me ketchup. Yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. I'm putting it in your water right now. It's fantastic. Good. Um, so thanks again to uh, Ryan's and uh, come out and see him West, in, here in Westchester, right off of, uh, what is it, West Gay Street, I think was where we're at? Yes, correct. Yeah. 128. Uh, I, I only live here. Like I have that. no idea where it is. But, nah, uh, it's right downtown. <laughs> This is the the the, uh, the home of L.A. Shore Parks, and uh, yeah, my we are city. honored uh, to be here. So uh, we will uh, we'll see you down at the the gambling show, which we're make all our picks at Delaware Park. I'm sure we will have a reaction pod to to the weekend if it uh, matters, like if Dallas gets blown out, you know, yeah, or, we'll do a reaction or they don't pod. or something sure. like that, and uh, we'll have fun. Hope you guys to do too. Uh, hope Penn State loses. And, oh yes. uh, For Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer, I'm John Barchard. This has been the Go Birds Podcast right here. Radio.com, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go Birds.